When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford. Come right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Game Source, the great folks at Lakerholics.com, Best wishes for this holiday season to our good friends at the Hoopheads Podcast Network at hoopheadspod.com. And if you can support all these great causes, you know what? We sincerely appreciate it. <sighs> the Lakers swoon continues. Unfortunately, the Lakers, just with a shorthanded roster coming into the game, got buoyed a little bit by what we thought would have been a nice surge of energy with THT and Dwight Howard coming out of health and safety protocols. Thought that would be a big lift for the team, hitting up against the team with the best record in the Phoenix Suns. Let's go back a year ago when the team was playing in December 2020. And the two teams with, at that time, the Lakers, one of the best teams in the league, and LeBron, an MVP candidate, and things were looking good there. AD was projected to be someone that was going to go up into that upper echelon of NBA players and things were starting to really look good for the team. And Phoenix was an upstart team that was very confident about themselves after a very good showing in the bubble going undefeated in that bubble session. So things were looking up for them and Lakers. Well, you know, the story, what happened that season, Things were looking pretty good until LeBron and AD got hurt and things went awry from there. And even though they tried to face off and faced off very well against Phoenix and should have won that series had AD stayed healthy, they didn't. And Phoenix went on to go ahead to the NBA Finals. Flash forward a year later, and you got a team right now in the Lakers that's in sheer disarray. And you see it even got worse as LeBron tweaked his ankle in the third quarter and uh, really was gimping around. But still, even when he's at 50% of LeBron, he is still better by far than anyone else on the Lakers team. And that's a shame because the Lakers not only did not rally around him to try and go ahead and help support him by keeping the team in the game against Phoenix, 
it seemed like if you were not named LeBron James, you couldn't buy a basket. And it was just really just very disappointing as LeBron James had a great game, did all he could to keep his team in the game with a superb performance, 34 points, seven rebounds, two steals. Everyone else outside, even maybe you could say Russell Westbrook, although there were times that Russell Westbrook didn't. And again, depending on which Russell Westbrook you were getting, it just really could make you scratch your head or make you cheer your head off. It just really just, you couldn't get a more diverse performance. And again, from Russell Westbrook with 22 points, seven turnovers, 10 rebounds and five assists. And the Lakers, unfortunately, had no support for LeBron outside of that. Trevor Reza. Four for four. Maybe you could say it's a good showing back. I know a lot of people will start asking for more and more Trevor Risa. Be careful what you get because we said the same thing a couple games ago about Isaiah Thomas, and he was one for 11. THT coming back from health and safety protocols was 0 for 8 from 3 and 1 for 13 overall, looking absolutely horrible on both ends of the floor. And the Lakers get trounced in the second half, 108 to 90, to the Phoenix Suns. And here today to talk about the game, And if we can right the ship and just basically hope if LeBron's okay well enough to play on Thursday and, of course, on Christmas Day on Saturday. He's a good man indeed. You got to go and follow his, I don't want to say rantings at Lakerholics.com, but my gosh, with what's going on now, it's the the line is getting blurred on rantings and articles there at Lakerholics.com. And who can blame him right now with what's going on? It is Laker Tom and Laker Tom. The fortunes for both Phoenix and Lakers since one year ago today have gone in completely different directions. You know, you can look at this so many different ways. There's definitely a deja vu factor from last year with LeBron and AD both getting injured and and the Suns taking advantage of that. And that could be the way that this season ends, you know, not with a bang, but with a whimper. On the other hand, uh, I still look back at the fact that we were ahead 2-1 to one in that series before Anthony got hurt. And a week in LeBron just couldn't carry us through that. And then I watched the first half of this game, you know, when LeBron was doing fine. And, and even though uh, DeAndre Jordan was just absolutely horrid, and I don't know what was wrong with Dwight Howard that he couldn't play, but uh, Isaiah, you know, you, you're not going to win a game when, when you got two guys putting up two for 27, two of your main shooters and so forth. So, uh, you know, you just, we got, we've got 25 to 30 of these games to go, Gerald. And if you want to maintain your sanity, you just got to realize that these games are going to be games that basically we need to stay 500. We need to stay 500 so that we can end up with a rush at the end and get in the top six and avoid the play-in tournament. And then anything can happen because this is going to be one of those crazy COVID seasons. I, for one, was really impressed with Ariza. I was impressed with the fact that he got a lot of excellent rebounds. I saw him boxing guys out. He made his threes. He seemed to be playing extremely well for a guy. This is one of the the first two games he's played in an awful long time. Um, And man, we really need his size. His size is so important. Um, I was extremely disappointed in in, uh, Talon and Isaiah, both of those guys, because there was just, 
it just became obvious that neither one two of them for 24 0 for 14 from three yeah i mean that was just devastating and and i i can't remember lebron james playing an entire game and having two assists which automatically tells you that the rest of the team must have shot horribly you know since lebron had a pretty good game but you know the it's the accumulation of the of the injuries you know it's sort of like we were lucky in the bubble and everything came up roses and now now we're paying the other side of that law of averages that you know things aren't bouncing our way you know guy bangs into anthony's lees and uh, boom he's out for you know six weeks probably lebron comes down on a guy's foot and it's another one of those sort of nagging injuries to take away some of the explosiveness and so forth and you saw LeBron, you know, definitely had chances to make layups, but he was firing the ball out because he just didn't want to take a chance of, you know, what could happen. And and he's going to miss some games. I got a feeling. I hope it's nothing too serious. If it's too serious, and then we're we're basically done. Unless that this turns out to, you know, I mean, I've said several times, just in almost in almost in dark humor that. Uh, best thing maybe the Lakers was Anthony having to sit out for six weeks and being able to come back fresh and ready to go when the playoffs are coming. You know, he's got 30 days to 30 games, maybe to ramp up for the playoffs. If he gets back by February 1st and my big concern about this whole thing, which I've expressed several times and both in the podcasts and, and at Lakerholics.com was that um, we're going to run LeBron into the ground and wear him out trying to hold on, you know, and, and tread water until AD gets back. And man, tonight was just like a perfect example of exactly, exactly what will end up putting this season just like last one, with, which is LeBron just falling apart. So what does this all mean? I think it's pressure, heavy pressure on Rob Palenka to do something. Maybe heavy pressure on him to do something, even if it, to do something now, as opposed to waiting until, January 15th, you know, when Taylor Horton Tucker becomes eligible to be traded. We need size, man. It was pretty obvious tonight. I mean, it was it was like a man playing with boys uh, watching, you know, watching us try to defend any either one of the Sun Centers, including JaVale, who, who made a, several outstanding plays. And we're so small and, and it's and it's just frustrating because. We had a roster imbalance before it was exacerbated by all of these injuries, and now it's even made worse with combination of COVID and everything else. So the games don't really count right now. What's more important is that LeBron is healthy, that LeBron is able to shake this off and and be Superman again. But, you know, you can see that every one of those things is putting a crack in that, in that armor of being indestructible and, uh, and, uh, we're just, we're, if, if we were relying on LeBron before, we'd become so reliant upon him now that it's, you know, if, if I was the other team, I'd just double LeBron every single play. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know, condolences to me. Oh, so, wow, man. 
Right. I, I just had talked about that and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, it doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it's Laker Tom from Lakerholics.com. You gotta go ahead and check out his great articles, including Right now, the main article that he's got right now, three blockbuster Laker trades built around Russell Westbrook and THD. And then he's also got another great article as well that covers 10 reasons why the Lakers should trade Russell Westbrook for Ben Simmons. So you can tell that he is someone who now understands my reasoning that I said we should never got Russell Westbrook. And of course, that came to fruition. I'm going to pat myself on the back one because you can see that a mile away. Yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't do any good to do that because the decision is just can you make a move that will make you a better team? Well, that unfortunately that, that wasn't. If you can do that, then you trade anybody that you got. Now, we obviously know they're not going to trade LeBron and they're not going to trade Anthony because they're clutch, you know. So that leaves Russ Westbrook as the guy who, you know, even though he, we just traded for him six months ago. And even though if you add all of the stuff up at the end, we may have may, may not be as good as we might have been. See, but you just don't know what kind of deals you could have made had you gone the other direction, you know, and what kind of players you would have brought in so forth. So it's hard to say that. It all comes down to it's going to be hard to trade. It's going to be hard to get what we need with what we got. That's you know? for sure. And so you got you got to then say, okay, fine. Westbrook is something that it's it's an acquired taste, and there are some teams out there that basically he could really help. But you probably have to sweeten it with Tht and and Nunn, who are both two young players who, you know, who who have value, especially you know they're especially for teams like you know teams that are maybe not don't want to completely rebuild. They don't want to have a draft pick where they got to let him go for three years rather than they'll take a couple of guys who are 21 and 23 years old, you know, who are got three years service in and they're already ready to, you know, it's, it's just the stage that every team is, whether they're looking for draft picks, whether they're looking for young talent or whether they're looking for veterans who can help them be competitive. You know, if LeBron is injured, it's going to even put a lot more pressure to make a deal, which means that, you know, Kendrick Nunn may never, ever put on a Lakers jersey. You know, he's the one asset we got that we can deal right now that doesn't affect the roster, doesn't affect the rotation, doesn't affect the starting lineup. And what can you get for him? You know, that's the question. That's the question indeed. But once again, the Lakers get drubbed in the second half and fall mightily 108 to 90 to the NBA's best record, Phoenix Suns. The Lakers, unfortunately, right now, they're back down again. Cannot stand prosperity is what we've been saying all season long. Well, they're a 500 team. They're they're seeking their level, Gerald. Yep. So the Lakers are back down to seventh place in the Western Conference at 16 and 16. But they will get a chance to right the ship on Thursday against the San Antonio Spurs. We'll be back after the game to talk about it, probably in great detail, and see what we can do to preview the Christmas game as well coming up on the weekend against whatever team that Brooklyn is able to go ahead and field out there against whatever the team the Lakers can go ahead and field out there as well. So 
We'll wait and see. But once again, catch the great articles at Lakerholics.com for Laker Tom. Also as well, five things from Jamie Sweet. I know he's probably upset somewhere right now, writing it out, probably breaking a couple pencils along the way, but we'll see what happens there when he brings out his latest five things. But it is the Lakers, unfortunately, falling 108-90 to against the Phoenix Suns. And we'll be back on Thursday, hopefully with better news against a team that's also struggling out there, the San Antonio Spurs. So we'll see what happens. If you get a chance, also speaking of the Spurs, check out my latest podcast that I did with Jennifer Matthews Lewis and also Megan Price, who likes the Spurs so much that she covers them on a daily basis for several NBA podcasts. So you got to go ahead and check out my conversations with her and also Jennifer Matthews Lewis, who also covers the Hornets and the Celtics. So we had thoughts on all three of those teams, plus the major COVID issue and how it's affecting the NBA. We throw out some questions like, should they stop the season for a little while? Should they go ahead and make some changes? What do they need to do right now? So we asked the major questions to the ladies and they gave us some great answers. So you go ahead and check that out on the previous episode of the Lakers fast break podcast, but it is Laker Tom. If you have any questions for him at Laker Tom on Twitter, you can also go ahead. The best place to go ahead and vent to Laker Tom. Cause you know what? Laker Tom is going to go back to school. He's going to go back and get his psychiatry degree. And he's going to go ahead and be your therapist for all the Lakers woes and complaints. So if you want to go ahead and, and sit on the proverbial or the virtual couch, and just spent away to your heart's content, the best place to do it in long form is at Lakerholics.com. See, right there, right? I'm going to get you some business. Although you will have to charge by the hour, Laker Tom. I just have to tell you, you have to, you have to charge by the hour. Make sure you do it at those nice rates too, you know, like $70, $80 an hour, you know, just to make sure. Uh, Matrix Resurrections is coming out, and, you know, Keanu Reeves was sitting on the couch too there talking to his therapist, you know, and, Things yeah, I just realized that. I just realized that's tomorrow, isn't it? Huh? That is correct. Yeah. That is tomorrow. Matrix Resurrections will be available in theaters and HBO Max. Day and date. Yep. Sing two. The King's Man. They'll all be fighting for second place when it better, comes. Better to than Dune. Fighter. What do you think? What do you think? Well, Dune right now for me. I'm going to give people a sneak peek. My best of pop culture 2021 will be coming out next week on the Pop Culture Cosmos, but Dune is going to be placed very high. I'll just say that. I won't tell you where. The only problem is just when they only give you half a movie, you know, that's it's a damn good half a movie. That's all yeah, I know. I liked it's it. So beautiful. I it'd caught be interesting it. to see whether whether the new Matrix can hold up. Hold well, up. You know, as long as they don't get talky talky like they did in the right. second third and just basically bore everybody to death, right. that's yep. fine. Well, it's it's just the it's just hard to resist, I guess, turning it into a kung fu special effects movie. Well, that was much better than the theological you right. know, inquiries and the let's just sit there and talk to the architect for an hour and just yeah. have the whole audience say, why did I come see this film? You know, <laughs> after, like the second and yeah. third one, just so that we can finally eventually see yeah, it. No, Dune, I thought Dune, Dune was great, except that it, you just need to have both of them to, so that you could binge and watch the whole yes, thing. Well, you know, I've I'm, I'm said this on my show, The Pop Culture Cosmos. Why in the world Denis Villeneuve, the director, actually went ahead with part one without a guarantee of a part two yeah. was beyond me, but they did well, get it. It'll be yeah. out in two years. 
So give it two years. They'll be out with your part two, and you'll be able to go ahead and piece it together from there. But it is an outstanding film. It'll be high up on my list, and you can check that out next yeah. week. But for us right now, see, we're so enamored with the Lakers' performance. We're talking about Dune and Christmas movies. So what are you going to do when the Lakers lose 108 to 90? But we'll be back. We're waiting on- for February 1st. Yeah, that's When true. our whole team will be back. Yeah, well, yeah. Although there'll probably be a trade before then, or maybe two or three. Uh, You know, it it all starts up at the top. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. Yeah, and if we were winning, there might not be trades. And so there's there's always silver linings to everything, you know? It's up to Robbie P. I'll leave it at that. But the Lakers, again, fall short, 108 to 90. But we'll be back on Thursday night. We're going to give it the old school college try. We're going to go ahead and see what we can do to get ahead of the San Antonio Spurs. And we'll be on after the game to talk about it right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.